T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right. Hello, loves. It is uh, Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. So, do I wear shorts and a t shirt tonight, or do I wear the sexy white suit, uh, which I wore on Sunday and which I was accused of looking like a uh, <clears throat> Delta Bravo? Uh, anyway. <laughs> Welcome. It is uh, Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. Good to be with you. Uh, no, nothing's going to wreck my summer, baby. Nothing is wrecking my summer. Anyway, we are uh, talking about this uh, these hearings on Capitol Hill. And it, it, it's just, it it's the strangest thing to me because um, when, when I was a kid, I've told you all this before, but when I was a kid, I made my parents get me a subscription to Sky and Telescope magazine. And I would go to the Brighton Library and just constantly take out these books on uh, astronomy. And I always thought I was going to be an astronomer. And then I realized, wow, there's a lot of math involved in this. Probably not going to work out too well. But here on Capitol Hill, well, not here because I don't happen to be on Capitol Hill, but on Capitol Hill, uh, they had these major hearings today on unidentified aerial phenomena. And I want to know what you think is going on. Personally, and I can't prove this. I mean, I, could I take this into court? No, because number one, I'm not a lawyer. Number two, I would have no legal standing. And number three, I'm not a lawyer. Uh, but it, it, is, it has been my sense for many years that uh, between Hollywood and documentaries that the uh, American people and the people of the world are slowly being prepared for disclosure that yeah we're not alone in the universe and yeah these entities have been visiting us for quite a while and uh we're not alone i don't think it would do you guys think it would be that big a deal because part of me thinks that the american public and frankly the public of the world has the mm, memory of a goldfish um and I think that if President Biden were to come out tomorrow and say exactly what I've just said to you, hey, we've been visited for thousands of years. There are extraterrestrial biological entities out there. I think that people would be fascinated for a very, very brief period of time. And then the focus would be back on, OK, well, I still have to get bread from the grocery store and uh how are the Bills doing in training camp, and will they win the Super Bowl? By the way, anybody else notice how little talk there is right now about the Bills in the Super Bowl as compared to last year? It's almost like, yeah, you had, to, you, you had your window and you blew it. 
that's a little bit disconcerting. But anyway, uh, let's get back to the calls on WBEN, and it is uh, Linda in Williamsville. Linda, you are on. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Okay. I am calling because of the caller who was chatting with you before you listened to Cassandra. And the caller was saying something about religion and that religion, uh, he thought, and, and I could be wrong because I have a short memory. Um, <laughs> that makes two of us, my love. I'm 76. What do you expect? No, oh, come on. I mean, you make 76 seem so old. I mean, you're not well, that much older than I am. Oh, uh, well, probably old enough. But anyway. Yeah, that's for he, sure. He kind of made it sound as though religion was in opposition to this UFO stuff. Well, I have to tell you, if, if God created everything, which I believe he did, he created other planets, other life forms, other whatever. How can we be so arrogant to think that we're the only ones here? Okay, yes, do you do you remember do you remember a piece in the New Testament where Jesus and forgive me if I mangle the quote, Jesus says, In my father's uh mansion there are many rooms. I've yeah. always wondered if that quote was a reference to life elsewhere in the universe, because if you believe as I believe that God created everything that we experience it would make sense that there are other civilizations out there and there are other entities out there um exactly and, and and you know the one the one thing that i wonder and i i will let you talk uh, as much as you would like to but the the one thing that i do wonder after all these years is if these ets have been videotaping our progression as a species I've often wondered, do they have the resurrection on tape? Do they have uh, the Peloponnesian War on tape? I would love, do they have the Battle of Gettysburg on tape? I, I would love to actually see firsthand what happened in history. And I, I hope, I well, it's not going to happen, but I hope I have a chance to live that long. But you know what? I don't know if we know that until we cross over. And even though I am a practicing Roman Catholic, I do believe, and I'm not sure, I, I never talked with anybody in the church about this, but I do believe, how can we be so arrogant as to think that we are the only dimension, the only planet, the only whatever in this vast universe? If you believe in God, why would you think that we're the only thing to me that's pretty arrogant um you know what you you raise a question that i have pondered for many many years and i again going back to the new testament and forgive me if i am getting the quote wrong but when jesus says in my father's mansion there are many rooms i always interpreted that as being a reference to other civilizations, other planets, other beings, other entities. Um, but obviously, I don't know. I mean, see, none of us know exactly no. what what the deal is. But we, we, we talked about this. We did the God show 
a few weeks ago. And well, I, I know, know that. I'm sorry. Oh, well, you missed a great one, I might add. But I have always wondered, um, as I've always, well, let me backtrack on that. Um, to me, the order of this planet, however chaotic it may be in many respects, in particular with the human species, the order of this planet, the way it was arranged, the bumblebees that uh, take the pollen back and forth, the honeybees that do the same thing. I, I mean, even the ants, watching the ants, the leafcutter ants crawling in my backyard, um, it, it seems to me to be an irrational conclusion that all of this was just an accident. So, I mean, I, I can't prove it, but I do believe there is a God. Now, whether whether that God is 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 Jesus or not, I don't know. Well, I believe there is a God, and I believe that Jesus was born to the Blessed Virgin, and I believe that he came down here and lived in humble surroundings because he wanted to experience the earth the earth's existence, and that he sacrificed his life for us. But I honestly believe that everything that happens, the ants, the bees, the whatever, we're all connected. Because now there's been this big thing about, I don't know if you've heard about this, Tom, but this big thing about bees that are being exterminated because of Colony collapse, colony collapse disorder. It's also happening amongst bats. But how that affects every other thing. We're all connected. There's only one of us here. You know, you know, I don't know. I, I hope people are grasping the significance of what you are saying, because we are all connected. And the circle of life on this planet, in my opinion, is all connected. And despite our shortcomings as human beings, despite the war, the devastation, the bombs, the explosions, we are all connected in some way, shape, or form. And, uh, you know, I I just, I guess I just get back to that idea of the fact that we... um, when, when we look at this planet and the sun rising in the east and setting in the west and temperature parameters being just right and the atmosphere being just right to absorb most of the meteorites that uh, impact the atmosphere, I cannot logically tell you that I believe that that was some kind of an accident of physics. I believe we have lost our call. My apologies. That was not, that was not I. That was... Uh, a force of nature. So if you're just joining us, uh, some major hearings in Washington today on unidentified aerial phenomena. And I was not even going to do this as a topic. And I ended up talking with uh, my ex-wife and it kind of changed everything that I was going to do. And I had a whole bunch of really awesome topics, but this one has proven to be awesome in itself. And we're not like taking um, your UFO stories today. We're taking a broader look at are we alone in the universe? Um, 
or are we being visited? I mean, what What is your take on this? Some people think it's demons. Some people think it's angels. And the thing is, none of us know for sure. So no matter what your opinion happens to be, I'm not really in a position to argue with you uh, or yell at you because, quite frankly, you know as much as I do about this. Dawn, you're on WBEN. Welcome. Hey, um, real quick, sexy white suit would probably be awesome, but I think you want to go with something a little cooler today, just saying. Well, it's a light, okay, it's a light material. It is off-white, and Joe Todaro thinks it looks really awesome. So if Joe Todaro says my suit looks awesome, I have to take that into consideration. Okay, Um, I guess so. But anyway, um, I... Look, I'm I'm sorry, but uh, look, let me just interrupt you here. To attract the kind of women you want to attract, you have to dress the part. Yeah, but you also have to take into consideration that, um, A, we're not down in the Bahamas, so because it is... (laughs) It feels like the Bahamas right now. (laughs) It does, it does. Well, I don't know. We don't have that sea breeze going on. But, you know, it depends. It depends. See, okay, this this is another show. This is another show we have to do because um, the United States have, has become a nation of slovens. And if I am going to get on an airplane, I am wearing a suit. And I was with a uh, pilot for a major airline over the weekend who was nice enough to give me a ride home on Friday night so I didn't have to Uber home. But he said, yeah, you know what? When you get on a plane and you are wearing a suit, you're going to get better treatment than somebody who's there in sweatpants and, and sandals. Very true. Very true. And I would I, add that my I, suits I are custom dress- suits. Thank you comfortably without dressing down when I'm going to be flying. It's better to look good than to feel good, my love. No, I know, I know. But anyway. But look, I mean, um, most guys, look, most guys wear jeans and t-shirts, okay? And to stand well, out from no, the crowd, you got you got you to gotta wear some nice clothes. Yeah, but I wouldn't wear jeans today either. They have some very nice-looking shorts. Um, you know, a, a polo or what, 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 what? I, they, I mean, my, I, <laughs> no, my you gotta go you, you, shopping you, for her boyfriend. You are aware <laughs> that on Sunday I was called a douchebag for wearing a suit. You are aware of that. No, I wasn't. No, I was. I was. I'm sorry that that happened. Well, no, because, um, this is a 37, 38 year old woman. We are friends and everybody's looking at us like we're together, and we're not together. We're friends. She's old enough to be my daughter, for goodness sake. But anyway, I digress. Yes, <laughs> but, but no. Let's, um, let's talk about aliens and uh, rectal probes. Yeah, so um, I, too, used to think that I was extremely brave until I had a semi close encounter with a i'm going to go back old school ufo um and that made me realize that um there are things out there that maybe we should be leery of 
And um, I still, when I think about the situation, I get chills today. And this happened back in the mid 80s. Okay, you can. Uh, okay, I, I need to take a break for the news. But if you hang up on me during the news break, I will send gray aliens to your home tonight to perform the most hideous medical experiments that you've ever experienced. Are we cool on that? We're very cool on that. Okay, ho- hold on. Don't go anywhere. Um, yeah, because I, I said earlier that uh, if an alien were to materialize in my living room right now, I'm I'm a really I'm a, I'm a tough guy to scare. I mean, I don't know what I'm not I'm not a tough guy, but I'm a tough guy to scare. 803-0930 star 930 and 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, movie came up yesterday. Uh, Reservoir Dogs, Quentin Tarantino. Actually... Uh, the reason that song became the uh, intro song for Reservoir Dogs, Tarantino heard it on the way to the first day of shooting. And he said, wow, Little Green Bag, good tune. Uh, Edo, and you know who the disc jockey was in Reservoir Dogs? Stephen Wright, the comedian. Back to the calls. Uh, Capitol Hill. I had no intention whatsoever of doing this story today, but when you've got congressmen and congresswomen listening to intelligence people and military people saying, yep, there are unidentified aerial phenomena. Yes, we've recovered alien craft. Yes, we've recovered alien bodies. I'm sorry, but you got to listen to it. And it's not, I mean, folks, understand this is not exactly new information. Philip Corso in the day after Roswell talked about recovering debris from Roswell and going to defense contractors, not telling them what it was, but having them reverse engineer it. And is there anybody who's going to argue the point that from 1947 to the year eh, 2010 or so, the advancements in technology have been absolutely astonishing. And I don't think it is a wackadoodle 
proposal to say maybe the advancements have been astonishing because we recovered technology that was from another world. I just I don't think that that's wackadoodle stuff at all. Then again, consider the source. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Um, do I need to go? There's there's another caller uh, that I had to cut off. Uh, it is Dawn. Okay, good. I, I know it's, not, it's yeah. almost evening, but it's still Dawn. Uh, Dawn, you had an experience uh, back in the 80s, which you would like to relate to us, and you said... Um, that you didn't think you would be scared, but for whatever reason, you uh, soiled yourself. Well, perhaps not in those words. That far, but perhaps not in those words. I might be uh, taking liberties. I apologize. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So my mother and I, um, and this, you know, this could play into the reverse engineering because of where it occurred, or. Um, let me start by saying that, like a lot of other callers, um, I think it's very arrogant to assume with the vastness of space that we are alone out there. Um, so my mother and I were coming home from work. It was uh, late August, and we worked in Lexington, Kentucky. And outside of Lexington, there's a military depot, which used to... It's, it's open now, um, but in order to be employed there and the military that worked there, you basically had to sign your life away, saying that you would not discuss anything that went on on the base. So we're coming home from work, small country road. We're coming up to the Army Depot. There are a lot of large hangars, which people have seen since the base opened, and classified work is no longer being done there. So um, off to, it's, it's 1030, 11 o'clock at night, um, off to the passenger, or the driver's front left side of the vehicle. There's a big open field with some massive oak trees in it and we're coming up on that area and we're looking because we saw some lights just over the treetops and being at the army depot the end of it you know we figured well this could very well be just some maneuvers and stuff going on helicopters whatever so we started to slow down this was probably 75 to 100 yards off the road over this field, top of the trees, and there was a very large triangular object hmm. that had lights around the perimeter of it. Enough, it, it was very dark, but enough lighting to where you could see the outer edges to determine that, yes, it was a dark triangular object. So we slowed down, and we almost came to a stop. We were just creeping, rolled our windows down. All we could hear was like a very heavy wind blowing, and you could see the tops of the trees blowing. You couldn't hear any kind of rotors or engines or anything like that. You couldn't see any type of exhaust 
I'm not sure if the Harriers, you know, if, if there's anything coming out of them as they're hovering, I'm assuming. Mm. Uh, yeah, um, there, there is. Okay, so we sat there for a minute, and, and the thing was just sitting over that field. And then all of a sudden we looked at each other, and it's, oh, crap, let's get the heck out of here. Um, so we booked it. So for, I mean, all my life, basically, you know, I've wondered, is it something that they were working on at the base, mid-80s, stealth technology? I don't know. Um, was it somebody trying to see what was going on, somebody from out there, right. you know, what they're doing on the base? Well, I mean, the, the, um, stealth, the, the stealth technology with aircraft is uh, based on a couple of, uh, on a couple of um, principles. Number one, the shape of the aircraft itself. Number two, the materials involved in construction of the aircraft, which are supposed okay. to be very um, almost invisible to radar. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, needless to say, didn't have radar in the uh, Malibu Classic. But, um, <laughs> it wasn't an option, was it? No. It wasn't an option, no. It's just, and, and like I said, to this day, now, I, and again, I've always thought it was arrogant to disbelieve. And probably because of that um, is where I got my little bit of freak out going. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's family who have been in the military have assured me it is probably something that they were working on on the base that they were out testing it, you know, whatever. But, um, again, was it reverse engineered or, you know, so, I mean, that's, that's and I hate, story. I hate to break the news to you, but you're never going to know. You are never going to know. And that's kind of, I was a little bit, I did watch, um, the news today and I was a little bit disappointed that, I mean, I understand his clearance wouldn't allow him to elaborate on a lot of stuff. Um, but because of that, maybe I was just hoping for something that would give me an inkling, you know? Well, you know what, Don? There, unfortunately in this life, there are some things that we are never going to know and about which we are always going to wonder. And at some point, I'm sure that full disclosure or at least partial disclosure is going to be made. And think of the poor people who died in 1910 wondering, hey, where's King Tut's tomb? And they didn't discover it till the 1920s. Oh, my God. Yeah. So yeah. Um, it's a very interesting story. I thank you kindly uh, for calling in. Let's uh, move on on uh, WBEN. Uh, up we have Kathy on a cell phone. Bowerly's babes are back. Kathy, you're on WBEN. Hello. Yes. How are you? My dear. Um, thank you for taking my call. I think the most sensible thing that I've heard so far is when you said there are many things out here that we don't know about. So, you know, my question is that begs the question is, you know, like, who the hell cares? whether there are other things out there. How is it going to benefit me or anyone else to even, uh, you know, guess or make 
assumptions or presumptions about this is a waste of time. You know, we don't even know the neighbor next door to us. We don't know the neighbor across the street. We don't know the people down the street. We could give a less than a damn about what's going on in their lives and what's troubling them. Why are we so concerned about what's out there? I mean, billions of dollars are being wasted you know, on this type of exploration, and we com- we are commoners. We will never know, you know, and as far as trying to figure See, out whether let, or not. See, allow me, allow me to retort. Um, yeah. ro- okay, robotic surgery. Um, what would you say to me if I told you that perhaps robotic surgery was one of the things that we learned from alien technology, and robotic surgery has helped an awful lot of people? What is your proof? What is your proof I, that it I, came from alien technology? No, I said, I said, what if? What if? I mean, presuming you know, nothing let's, let's exists, just... Tom. Nothing exists after the word if. Nothing exists after if. Mm, I don't. I don't really. I don't really Show subscribe to that. that exists. Show me one thing that exists after if. Just give me okay. one thing. Okay, fiber optic technology. According to Philip Corso in the day after Roswell, the reason we have fiber optic technology is because we reversed engineered it from the crash at Roswell. That would be one example. Um, do you that's totally... Not that's not an if. That's a, that's a fact, perhaps. But, okay, well, that kind of eliminates your argument about if. Um, but let me, let me just ask you this. Um, if... If, and I hate to use that word, obviously, but if your life were to be saved because of technology that was gleaned from outside of our world, would you not be grateful for that if, in fact, that was the case? And again, it's a hypothetical. No, I, I can't even answer that. That, okay. that is not I'll, a question that I would, I would not even, you know, engage my brain to answer something like that. Okay, our own spacecraft came up, uh, the man-made spacecraft came up with a number of different advances in technology um, that we did not have prior to sending men to the moon. Do you believe that has helped your life at all? Has it helped technology at all? Well, you know, I believe that technology has helped in a lot of ways, but it has also been very detrimental. You know, the technology, look at the state, look at the state of our young people now. Yeah. I mean, people are literally walking down the street with phones in their hands. They're not looking where they're going. They're bumping <laughs> into things and cars are swerving to keep <laughs> hitting them. And look at the sites that the young people, the eight and nine-year-olds are going on porn sites and all of these uh, perverted sites, you know. So in, in one sense, it's good technology. I don't down it. And, you know, I have a lot of respect for those people who are, you know, have dedicated their lives to learn things to better, you know, to better uh, to better the society or to make things easier for us. I, you know, give them, you know, their uh, credit. Uh, credit is due. But at the same time, we still have to be cognizant uh, of the damage that this has done. And, you know, I don't know whether the the harms, uh, the benefits outweigh the harms or the harms outweigh the benefit. I'm really that I'm still kind of the jury is still out on that. You but know what? At any rate, 
Kathy, uh-huh. you you and I, you and I, my dear, are kind of on the same page on that because okay. I I wrestle with that back and forth. Technology is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? And when you see four people seated at a table, each of them on their cell phones, each of them communicating with people who aren't there, like you. I really wonder if we have advanced or if we have regressed because I happen to believe and I get the sense that you believe that human on human contact is very, very essential to our well-being uh, on this planet. If you don't, if a person doesn't believe that, let them go to a masseuse and get massage, and then they'll see how important the human touch is. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, in, in Japan, I don't mean to change the subject on you, but in Japan, they actually rent out people by the hour to snuggle with other people. Such is the extent of loneliness and the dearth of human contact in Japan. Mm-hmm. Anything anything else you want to say, Kath? Because I, I love the way you think. You know, like, I, I would like to say, you know, like, Let's spend more time with, you know, being a good neighbor, uh, you know, developing ourselves inwardly as well as outwardly. Let's spend time on that. And, you know, uh, all the people calling in and, you know, you know, talking about alienism. You know, I just wonder what what is the state of their hearts? You know, because that that's the important matter. And, you know, in terms of being one and, you know, we're all going to end up dead okay we're, we're all going to die now we can all agree on that and we can be one on that so why not each one of us try to be one in the way that we are living be one and being kind be one and and, and helping and being one by cleaning ourselves up from the inside to the out and forget about what's up in the sky you know hmm. who, who the hell cares i don't See, I, I do, and I think I think both I think both are valid points. And I mean, you are obviously a very well grounded human being, and I have to get to traffic. It has been a great pleasure. Okay. It has been a great pleasure it's to speak with you. Too. Yes. And I, I hope I hope Thank you call you. again. Thank you so much. Um, very very interesting take. Um, and obviously we don't agree on everything, but uh, what she said at the end there about cleaning ourselves up from the inside out and being kinder to each other. Um, there is some great wisdom in uh, in what Kathy said, and I'm grateful that she called. I cannot believe we've spent the entire show on this. It's like, I don't know, uh, sometimes I get inspiration from the strangest places. Um, Bill in Orchard Park, sir, you're on WBEN. Go right ahead. Some of the other people were saying that how could we be so um, to think that we're the only life in the universe and I'm sure whoever created the universe could create life wherever life could be. But when you look at what we have, the different conditions that exist within the universe are not really suitable to advance life. There's tens of thousands of super galaxy clusters, but ours is the only one that has in our galaxy, in fact, in the local group in our galaxy, in the region in our galaxy, and whatever the bubble and the fluff is, are the only places where advanced life is possible. Well, advanced life, advanced life as we know it. There might be advanced life that we can't even conceive of. Everything seems to be so finely tuned when you consider that you would need, at least for us, you need like a planet like ours with a moon like ours that have to collide such that together that makes a molten core and they have to be close enough that the tidal forces circulate that liquid core and both bodies have to be close enough so that a magnetosphere forms and then close enough that that, that it even couples, and that prevents 
our star, which happens to be a favorable star for life, advanced life, it allows the particle radiation from that star from taking away our atmosphere and our water. So, My friend, I, I, wish, I wish I had more time with uh, which to speak with you. I am out of time. I'm grateful for your call, and I do hope you will call again. Uh, very much. I appreciate your input into the show. It is 5.56 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Tom Puckett coming up next with Buffalo's Evening News from 6 to 7 on News Radio 930 WBEN. And uh, seriously, everybody, thank you for the calls. Um, really smart bunch of people calling the program today, no matter what your viewpoint, really smart. And I appreciate that. Uh, it's Bowerly. I'll look for you tomorrow between 2 and 6 on News Radio 930 WBEN. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.